praise be to God. So Isaiah chapter 9, and I'm going to read from verse 6. This is not Christmas, we're not in December, but God has a word for us, that's all I know. So we're going to go to Isaiah chapter 9, and I'm going to read from verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it, establish it with judgment and justice. From that time forward, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. What will the zeal of the Lord perform? What will the zeal of the Lord perform? What God has said in Isaiah 9, if you read from um, verse 6, the plan of God, what God had planned, our triune God had planned, before the foundation of the world, he said, here is the blueprint for Jesus Christ. The blueprint for Jesus Christ is, this is how Jesus is going to be. This is how Jesus is going to function. This is who Jesus will be. I want to repeat. This is how Jesus is going to be. This is how he is going to function. This is who he is going to be. And so, with that in mind, the blueprint was prepared by our triune God, established, written down, and bits and pieces of that blueprint was revealed revealed through different prophets in the Bible, in the Old Testament. So, prophet Isaiah has a portion. Each prophet Micah would have a portion. Each prophet in the Old Testament would have a portion. And you look at each piece and you put it together, you get a definite picture. But is it the whole? It's not the whole because God doesn't give the entire revelation because there is a a, a, a portion that belongs to God alone. Secret of the king. It belongs to God alone. But what we need to know, God reveals it through different prophets in the Old Testament and he has given it. And according to the revelation of God revealed through the prophets in the Old Testament, Jesus Christ came and he fulfilled it. Why is God not giving the entire revelation? Because we as human beings cannot handle it. God is God and his knowledge is so vast, we cannot really fully understand, fully grasp. So, he reveals to us according to our capacity. You know, you won't go and talk to a two-year-old as you would talk to, you know, uh, a college student, you know, or to, you know, uh, um, a contractor. Or you won't go and talk to a physician like how you talk to a businessman or go to a businessman and talk to how you talk to a physician. You know, according to the capacity and the background of a person, you conversate with them depending on what your job, you know, requires. Now, Jesus Christ, being God, the Son of God, revealed as man in flesh, before he was sent, the blueprint of Jesus Christ was drawn in the heavenly realm. God is speaking to your hearts today. As the blueprint of Jesus Christ was drawn in the heavenly realm, and bits and pieces were revealed 
during different centuries, during different times, during different periods and seasons in human history, God has a blueprint for your life. God has drawn that blueprint for your life. He has a full blueprint and he has not revealed that full blueprint to you. I don't know. My full blueprint, I don't know. But bits and pieces, yes. What I need to know, God will reveal. What you need to know, God will reveal. But it's so important for us to walk in the perfect will of God so that you can fulfill what God has spoken to you, what God has revealed to you. See, it is important for us to lay hold of the express revelation that God has given. If you don't lay hold of the express revelation that God has given, and you just walk around as if you have no revelation at all, God won't lead you into further revelation. So if you want to go into further revelation that God has for you, it is important for you to be an active participant of the express revelation of God that God has for you for your life. That means you have to fall in line with the will of God. That means whatever is hindering that needs to go, need to make way, need to make way for God to lead you through the paths of righteousness that God has for you. So for Jesus Christ, it's said that, that he is given and he is wonderful. He is wonderful counselor. He is the almighty God. He is the everlasting father. He is the prince of peace and there's no end to him. And there's a description of Jesus Christ. What he's going to accomplish and who he is. Understand that this is not only for Jesus Christ. Now, these qualities, these attributes belong to Jesus alone. You and I being an image of Jesus Christ, we have a description that is written by God. And you know what that description is? To be a little Jesus in this world. To be a little Jesus in this world. To be an expressed image of Jesus as how Jesus was an expressed image of the Father. God wants us to be Jesus to this world, to the people of this world. That the wisdom of God that was in Jesus be revealed through us to this world. That the love of God that was in Jesus be revealed through us to this world. That the kindness of God that was in Jesus be revealed through us to this world. And the blueprint that God has for us needs to be accomplished. We're not doing anything by adding anything to the blueprint. We need to walk in obedience to the Lord, God Almighty, so that the blueprint that God has for us, the revelation that God has given about us, must be fulfilled. When Jesus rode on that donkey, the Bible says, oh, this fulfilled the scripture in this, where it says that your king cometh upon a colt riding, riding on a donkey and the foal of a donkey. The whole thing is written, and as it was written, it is fulfilled. When Jesus was healing the sick, it says, oh, as it was written before, that by his stripes we are healed. From Isaiah. So you look at different scriptures in the Old Testament that are drawn through the Holy Spirit, using the writers of the gospel. Now, Matthew is not writing his own story. Luke is not writing his own story. It's the Holy Spirit documenting this through human hands. 
It's just like prophecy. God is using that vessel to speak his word, and that person is the mouth of God to relay what God has for them. Matthew's gospel was written by Matthew using Matthew's hands, but it was the Holy Spirit who documented everything. It was the Holy Spirit who documented the book of John. It was the Holy Spirit who documented the book of Luke. Everything is written down through the Holy Spirit in there. So the Holy Spirit through Matthew is bringing out prophecies from the Old Testament. Look, this is what was said of Jesus. And as it was said, as it was in the blueprint, it took place. There was no deviation in Jesus Christ's life. That everything that was written was fulfilled by Jesus Christ. I want you to know this today. Jesus Christ knew the Father and he knew what was written of him. He knew, this is my call. This is why I came. He went to the temple and he opened the scripture and he read from the book of Isaiah and he said, this scripture is fulfilled today. He knew who he was. He knew what was written about him and he came to fulfill that. Do you know your call? Do you know, has God spoken to you about you? Has God spoken to you about your call? Has God spoken to you about what God wants to do in and through your life? What are you doing with it? What are you doing about it? Are you getting distracted by everything that is around you? We have very limited time. Our time is very short. We must understand that. Just like Jesus Christ. Just like Jesus Christ. We need to be people focused. No matter what happens around us, we need to be focused on the call of God upon our lives. To say, Lord, you came to do the will of the Father and to finish it. May that be said of me too. I want to say the same thing. You need to say the same thing. See, Jesus said that. He said, I'm here to do the will of God and to finish it. We need to say that. I'm here on earth to do the will of God and to finish it. And unless we know the will of God, how will you do the will of God? That's where prayer life comes into play. It is so important to pray. It is so important to seek God for every thing, be it small or big, or whatever is in between. We need to pray. We need to pray. Every turn that you take, every step that you need to take, it has to be according to the blueprint, the plan that God has for your life. In order for that to happen, you need to be on your knees before God. As Jesus Christ often withdrew himself and he went and he prayed. As he prayed according to his prayer, whatever he needed to do that day was revealed to him. And he finished it exactly according to the blueprint of the Father for that day. Ask yourself this question. Am I just caught up with the things of this world? Or am I living according to God's plan for my life every single day? We need to be that way. I'm going to close with this. Jesus knew what his call was. Jesus knew what his father's will was. Jesus knew what he needed to do, and he did it. He was a young man. 30 years old when he came into ministry. 1 to 30, he lived it God's way. 30 to 33 and a half, he lived it God's way. 
He lived in a world full of misery, poverty, sickness, war, hatred, jealousy, sin, just like our culture here. You look at the Samaritan woman's story, it's just like our culture here. You see the kinds of people that he healed, it's just like how it's happening today. You see the thief who was crucified next to him, you see the criminals out there today. The only difference is they rode on camels and donkeys, and over here you have high tech. But he, as a young man, was not distracted by anything. So was John the Baptist. He did not let the world take over him. The Bible says he was tempted like us in every way, yet without sin. And he has left an example for us to follow. Jesus came to this world, fulfilled the will of God, And his life was played out exactly according to his blueprint. What are you doing with your life today? What are you doing with your life today? You know, I'm reminded of this illustration. I want to leave with you this before we conclude. They have Lego blocks. And I used to do this with the children when they were little. And um, you have uh, uh, instruction, little instruction manual where you have model Lego uh, models on paper. And you look at that and you copy that. In order for you to copy that, you need to have that model in front of you. And uh, as you see which piece is required, first you take the exact same piece and you put it. And you take the second one and you put it. You take the third one and you put it. If you take some of the piece, it's not going to come out the same way. You look at the paper and you do it. In order for you to finish it, you have to watch step by step by step. The same thing goes for assembling, you know, any uh, a desk or anything. A lot of times you can begin assembling it and you can think, well, I know how to do it. And how many of you have done it? I've done it quite a few times. Well, you think that you're putting everything right and you'll see that you flipped the door, you flipped, you know, something, and then you'll have to unscrew everything. And where you'll miss one line where it says, do not tighten it or over tighten it, where you'll, you'll be tightening it and you tighten everything and then you'll know next two steps, you're not supposed to tighten, you'll end up unscrewing everything. Why? Because you fail to look at what you need to look at every step of the way. See, when you come to a place where you think that I'm confident, I know how to go, I know this God, I know everything, I don't need to read the Bible every day, or, you know, I I know what God's will for my life is, and I don't need to hear anything anymore. That's when we'll fall. That's when we have what we need to have flipped. And it won't go forward. What won't go forward? Our construction won't go forward. Until we take everything and put it the right way, only then you can go to the next step. Otherwise, it'll come up as a lopsided something else, not that which is in the blueprint. God is speaking to hearts today. Be humble enough 
to hear the voice of the Lord and to seek for God's counsel. Be humble enough to hear the voice of the Lord and go to Him in prayer all the time. Not thinking that I know I don't want to consult with God. I know already what God's will is. We can miss a very important step. Be humble enough to look at God's word for every situation for your life. Be humble enough and be diligent enough. We need to be humble and we need to be diligent. Never be overconfident. Be humble enough, be diligent enough to make sure that you're in the will of God. Be humble enough, be diligent enough in seeking the mind of God for every single day. Don't be careless, don't be casual. Because every day we should be doing God's will. It's like every step needs to be done the right way. Only then you can go to the next step. So if you want to go from point A to point B or point A to point C, you can't skip B. You need to take one step at a time and every step has to be exactly on the blueprint. So may God help us to do what the Lord has called us to do. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word that you have given to us today. I pray, Lord, for your precious people that you touch each and every one of them at this hour. Lord, I pray that the word that you have spoken to them may impart faith into them. May stir up their spirits, O oh Lord, to look at their own lives in light of your word. May they look at their lives and see what they need to do, what action they need to take. Oh, Father, I pray, bless your people. Bless each and every brother, every sister, every child who is here, Father, I pray that you bless them, Father. Cause their hearts to be fixed on you, their minds, Lord, to stay on your word, Heavenly Father. I pray that you bless them, take them deeper, take them deeper, take them deeper, Father, in the river of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done. I pray that the peace of God, the rest of God, the hope of God, rest upon your people in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And whoever has a need and whatever they may be going through, Heavenly Father, oh, I pray that you will touch your people right now in the name of Jesus. There's someone here that the Spirit of the Lord is showing me. Do you have intense bone pain? You have intense bone pain. The Lord Jesus is touching you right now. Spirit of the living God, I ask you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whoever is going through, Lord, intense bone pain, in the name of Jesus, I'm saying it in your arms and it is shooting to your elbow. Jesus is touching you right now. I ask you, Holy Spirit, that you'll touch them right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, touch the hands right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I ask you, Holy Spirit, that you will Release them from this bone pain in Jesus' name. And in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I ask you, Lord, touch the knees of your people in the name of Jesus. And whoever is having knee pain, Lord, I ask you, Holy Spirit, that you will touch them in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, touch them right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I come against every form of arthritis in the name of Jesus. I curse it right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I'm also seeing pain in the calf. Whoever is having pain in the calf, receive your healing right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I 
ask you, Holy Spirit, touch them. Whoever is having pain in the calf and it is due to varicose vein, in the name of Jesus, I curse that pain right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I release a healing virtue to flow into the calf region. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Spirit of the living God, touch your people right now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, and whoever is going through, Lord, headache I'm seeing, whoever is going through headache, somebody is going through tormenting headache, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, pounding headache, I curse it in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. And I release your people, Lord, into the fullness of the Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Cover your people with your precious blood. And I pray, Lord, may the spirit of truth, may the spirit of peace, may the spirit of hope, may the spirit of light, God's glory, light surround your people in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, for doing this. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lord, whoever has pain any place, Lord, any bodily pain, any injury in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I ask you, Holy Spirit, that you touch them right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, whoever is having, uh, I'm seeing pain in the feet, underneath the, the sole of your feet. In the name of Jesus, I ask you, Heavenly Father, that you touch them right now in Jesus' name. I ask you, Holy Spirit, that you'll release your spirit, Lord, upon your people right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, every form of nerve condition in the name of Jesus, I curse that in Jesus' name. Every pain in the nerve endings in the name of Jesus, I curse it in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, every traumatic pain, I curse it in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, pain in the hips, I curse you in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the healings that you've given, Lord, to your people this night. And I thank you, Holy Spirit. Spirit of the living God, I pray. Cover your people with your precious blood. Cover your people with your precious blood. Cover your people with your precious blood. From the top of their head to the bottom of their feet. In the name of Jesus, may the strengthening power of the Holy Spirit strengthen them right now in Jesus' name. And I thank you for doing this. We praise you, Father. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. We give you all the glory, give you all the honor, give you all the praise. In Jesus' most precious name, I bless your people, Lord, that they may hold on to the word that you have spoken and never let it go. With this blessing, I bless them, O Lord, this night, that the word that you have given may do a deeper work in their lives, O Lord Jesus, that they may bring forth much fruit. In Jesus' most precious name, I pray. Amen. Amen.